Alright, we're back with another episode of Spectre. I'm Steven. And I'm Megan. And if I'm slightly off during this episode, it's probably because I still have jet lag. Uh, as last night at 9pm, I came back from a nine-day trip to Portugal. Wow, it was that long? I didn't even realize. <laughs> yes, technically nine and a half days. Oh, God. Uh, it was uh, longer than my trip to Japan, even. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That mm. trip to Japan was, I think, like one week straight. Uh, I didn't really feel comfortable taking too much time off of work. Uh, whereas now, uh, I am between jobs, so I have all the time in the world. <laughs> and all the money in the world? Uh, I have just enough money to not worry about money. <laughs> And more focus on eating so much delicious Portuguese food, which also helps because the Portuguese exchange rate is pretty good. Huh. Uh, okay. You know, they work on the euro, but everything was at least 25% off. So, of course, you liked it. And oftentimes 50% off. Oh, great. Even better. <laughs> Even better. It's it's really liberating to be on vacation and, and yeah, not have to worry about money, not have to worry about uh, splurging on more interesting dishes or more interesting experiences. I feel like that's kind of contradictory. Like, I feel like when I have a job, I would be <laughs> less worried about money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can see, like, the difference in worrying about vacation time because I'm a big leave hoarder, but... <laughs> I don't know if I'd feel comfortable like taking a vacation when I don't have a job and being like, oh, I'll just splurge on this. <laughs> well, okay. So as as background, I just quit my job about a month ago, and that was following working at the same job for about five and a half years. During four of those years, I lived at home, and also for about four and a half of those years, I received free lunch at work because they purchased team lunch every day. Compiling on top of that, during the time I live at home, I didn't pay for dinner costs because they just ate at home. And my job was such that if you worked late, which is to say if you worked until 9 p.m., you could also order dinner for free as well. So I was in a position where I was working long hours and racking up lots of free dinners I wasn't paying for lunch, I, and I either had free housing for most of that time or uh, very reduced price housing. So I was in a position to save uh, enough that I have a comfortable buffer that I'm not worried about what that next step might be or how long it might take. Plus, when everything is 50% off, it's very, very easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is contrary to Japan, where everything is just as expensive as it is in the United States, if not more expensive. And, you know, in Portugal, I actually found that the more, well, the, really, the more expensive things were the ones that were about 25% off. And the cheap stuff got even cheaper. You were able to buy, like, a gallon of water for just 50 cents at the supermarket. Wow. It was great. That's really cheap. <laughs> and that was one of the many kind of surprises and delights I had. In addition to the actual sightseeing, it was just glee every time I walked into a supermarket. That's the Asian side of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord knows I can't relate. 
<laughs> well, we're actually going to talk about uh, bringing out the, the Asian in you later in this podcast, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or honing, training. Yeah, I was going to say, Asian I, think, side in you. I think the Asian side of me has been coming out for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I really enjoyed my time in Portugal. It hadn't really been on my radar up until now. I only visited because when I posted on Facebook that I was taking a month off of work, one of my old bosses actually messaged me and said, hey, my family actually just moved to Portugal and we signed a 12-month lease. We have a free guest room. We would love if you came and stayed over with us. Just book a flight to Lisbon and we'll pick you up at the airport. So with that handed to me on the silver platter, it was really easy for me to say yes. I was actually already pretty close to this person and his family. I interned at his company while I was in college for one summer, and that was actually my first trip to the UK. And then we sort of kept meeting up because Boston was one of his favorite cities. And in fact, he even held his wedding in Boston at the top of the custom house, which is sort of like the, you could say, like huge clock tower overlooking the harbor. And then I was able to meet his kids. That does not sound like an incentive to me. <laughs> Children? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm happy to lose us our children sponsorship. I really don't care about that one. Not that I care about any of these sponsorships that I lose us. <laughs> Clearly, you don't. <laughs> No, actually, I found it really engaging to be with the kids. Mm. <laughs> it was my first sort of prolonged bonding experience with kids. And they were really cute. They were uh, very quirky. They had a lot of energy, though not in the sense that they were kind of jump over me all the time. Things admittedly did progress to a point where the younger one, uh, who was four, the older one was five, the younger son actually did demand a couple piggyback rides, which I am happy to say, I'm not a strong person, but I can still give a four-year-old piggyback rides. Well, I was going to say, I'm surprised that he didn't knock you over. <laughs> yeah. You weigh like 50 pounds. Uh, I think he weighs 50. <laughs> <laughs> so he weighs more than you. <laughs> Dear listeners, I may be very, very skinny, but I do clock in at 115 pounds. Wow. I'm not that much heavier than you. Are you comfortable telling everyone how much? Yeah, you I don't mind. I don't mind. I'm around. I fluctuate between 130 and 135. Okay. Depends on how much Quidoba I've had during the week. <laughs> I'm climbing up toward you. I love you, Quidoba. Get me that Quidoba sponsorship. That's one I do want. The one sponsorship we care about. That one and Chipotle. Yeah, and Razor and Logitech. Oh right. So there are lots of sponsorships that you care about. <laughs> At least that I care about. And way more you don't. Yep, that's true. So you know, I gave him piggyback rides. We we had a lot of ice cream We because it was hot. Uh, temperatures regularly climbed up to 90 degrees, though it was cooler in the coastal town of Kushkai that I was at. But lots of desserts. Um, my favorite was pastes de nata, which is an egg custard, and Asians have a similar one. Um, but this, instead of a cakey pie crust, 
it was very fine layers of flaky phyllo dough. What's that? Have you ever had that Greek pastry with honey and nuts in it? Uh, I'm thinking of. I would have just said baklava, but yeah, I that's what I was gonna say. Yes, oh, okay, perfect. I've had that. I was th- trying to think. I'm like, what is that word called? It's I can't remember. <laughs> yes, I've had that. See, I tried to take the tack of describe it with tasty descriptions instead of a word that you're either gonna understand or not. I should have just led with that. So baklava is made up of phyllo dough. Those little tiny pressed layers. I love that. Yeah, in baklava's case, it's all doused in that honey. So it's very sweet and moist. In this case, it uses that same dough, but they crisp everything up. So there's a nice crunch to it. And that's cupping that sweet, preferably warm and gooey egg custard in the center. And normally, I'm not an egg custard kind of guy, but I freaking could not get enough of these things. You found them everywhere. I guess that's why you weigh 115 pounds. <laughs> I probably, I might have gained a little bit. No, um, most of my eating was was seafood, so no. I don't know. I did see that, and then I kind of threw up a little bit. <gasps> you don't like seafood? No, you didn't know this. I didn't know this. Oh God, I hate seafood. Oh. Wow. What? No, I don't eat any. Well, so I, I'll eat a little bit. The only fish I eat is tilapia, and I will occasionally eat shrimp. But anything else, F no. <laughs> no wonder you hated my pictures. <laughs> like every other photo was some seafood dish. Yep. Because we're by the sea. Ugh. <laughs> good, good to know. Uh, send Megan fewer seafood pictures. Well, you didn't send them to me. You just took them and posted them. And flooded your Facebook feed with them. Yep. Yeah, I'd say most of the pictures were food pictures. Yeah, camera eats first. Asian motto. I will say, though, I took a fair amount of Pokemon Go pictures. Did you post those? I don't remember them. Yeah, definitely. Um, Hmm. Some of those photos were, one was captioned, no matter what city you're in, some things always stay the same. Oh, it was Pidgeys and Rattatas, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's literally... Me within range of two Pokestops, there's a Pidgey, and then there are two freaking Zubats. Oh, Zubats. Ugh. So, my God. Those freaking Zubats. Really, uh, I didn't catch many drastically different Pokemon. Mostly I played in the city. I should have taken it more when I was by the freaking water, so I can catch more, I don't know, Horsey? Magikarp? Clawaters? Clawaters! <laughs> I love it. I actually <laughs> caught a clefairy and i named it clepsychic oh god and i sent steven a picture and i was very proud of it <laughs> so so when i was fighting the gyms oh <laughs> i know what story this is there were there was a pretty tough clefable as a gym leader of one of them and i was thinking wow okay this is like a thousand cp clefable i'm gonna you know most of my guys are only like around 700 i have a 950 vaporeon I'm going to really need to understand what types beat this Clefable. So <laughs> I looked through the Bulbapedia type list, and my first thought is, okay, I'm fighting this Clefable. What beats a psychic type? Uh... And then I'm like, and then after I've clicked through to psychic, I'm like, wait, that's not right. 
And then you went to the fairy type? Then I went to the fairy type. Although, actually, I think, like, now that we're in whatever generation we're in, I think it might be a fairy type now. Yeah, I also was confused because I actually did check the Clefairy Clefable page, and it told me that originally it was normal, and now it was fairy after some generation switch, so I wasn't sure. But it, it is fairy type. Okay. But it might not be in Pokemon Go because Pokemon Go is just Gen 1, right? I was thinking about that, but it, it is a fairy type in oh, Pokemon interesting. Go. So I guess they're just using the, the newfangled type list. They should have just used psychic type. We'll submit a bug report. Right. And link our psychic episode. We need to have like a, a list of, of running jokes that we can link back to. So people like understand what the frick we're talking about when we say psychic. Yeah, that's true. We could start a blog. Yeah, we can even power that blog by WordPress. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, so I was able to beat that cl Oh my god. I, 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 legit, I legit was going to say psychic. And then I stuttered because I I blanked out on what the real name was. Clefable. Fable type. Yes. Oh my god. Human type. So I was able to beat the Clefable. And in fact, I was able to beat a fair amount of the gyms around the area. Like, yes, other people would be able to roll in and beat me afterward because... Six on one is pretty tough, but I was able to hold my own. And that was because the Portuguese Pokemon Go actually had a very delayed release. It was only released there, I want to say, two weeks ago. Hmm. Whereas we've had it for, I don't know, a month now? I don't think so. Three weeks? Th three weeks, I think. Okay. So, we, yeah. So we had a week's head start on them. And even in that week, people were already level 20 and higher. Uh, so I was like... So the college students that have no life? <laughs> yeah. So I felt like a Smurf coming in, or I felt like um, a really geared up character in WoW transferring over to a fresh server because I was just coming in level 17. And I was like, this is nothing where I'm coming from, but now I'm a big fish in a small pond. What level are you now? I'm, I'm only only 18. <laughs> Oh, okay. So I'm catching up. I'm 16. Nice. I think my, my roommate actually already overtook me. He's like level 22. He plays a lot. I do not play that much. Yeah, and I play even less than you. It was fun Pokemon going in a foreign city. I didn't actually see anyone else play. That would have been a fun experience I could have mentioned, but no, there was kind of a surprising lack of cell phone usage as people walk around in the street. Well, you're from New York City, so you're like the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. It's weird if you're not on your phone in New York City while mm -hmm. you're walking around. And I mean, even in Maryland, there were lots of people playing Pokemon Go. We regularly saw people playing. Mm -hmm. I literally never saw anyone play in Portugal. I did contest over gyms, like active contestation. Like I would take it, they would take it back, I'd take it again. Or I would pull the slightly douchey move of... I would see them about to take it, just hang out, wait for the gym to go neutral, and then just slip someone in there. But no, I never I never saw any more Portuguese Pokemon Go players. So I'd say it was a really fun trip. Uh, I was able to eat tons of good food. Uh, I did a lot of outdoor exploration as well as urban exploration. Met interesting people. 
got uh, a whole lot closer to my host family, and I came back with some Portuguese Pokemon. Well, very exciting. And now I'm back with a uh, strange jet lag that causes me to wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning, take a nap from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m., and now it's 9.44 p.m., and I already want to go back to sleep. <laughs> so I have no clue what's going on. I have no idea what kind of energy level I'm going to have tomorrow. Whereas you, on the other hand, you need to maintain a very high energy level for this K-pop training. Well, I do need to maintain a high energy level, but I'm not maintaining a high energy level. <laughs> oh, no. It's actually pretty awful. Why? Well, so since this, since I have been taking this class in DC, this K-pop boot camp, uh, I have had to alter my work schedule slightly. By slightly, I mean like normally I'm kind of a later person. I come in to the office sometime between 9 and 10.30, mostly closer to 10.30. And then, you know, I work until whatever, 5, 6, 7. Mm-hmm. And uh, with this K-pop boot camp, I've kind of been working part-time hours because I want to come home and be able to spend time with Frisbee before I, you know, pack up and head down to D.C. for the night. Okay. And uh, so I've been working basically 8 to 2, which is crazy for me um it's very hard to get up at 6 six thirty in the morning something like that yeah um we're not morning people no we're not then i don't get back from dc until 9 nine thirty, and then you know i have to shower i have to walk frisbee because i can't walk her in the afternoon it's way too hot so uh we walk at night and then you know by that time it's already like 10 30 11 o'clock and like i still need to wind down for my day a little bit i can't just go to bed so I'm usually up until like 12 or 1 and then getting up at 6. So I've been perpetually tired since I started this class. Uh, but it's worth it, as I love to say. You know, Nuna needs her naps. Yeah, Nuna needs her naps. God, <laughs> that sounds like the name of an awful tumbler. Nuna <laughs> needs her naps. <laughs> no, it sounds like a, I don't know. I I, I want to say a lifestyle show that's on PBS. <laughs> uh, it, it's like it's like the View for seniors. The View for Koreans, <laughs> Korean seniors. Oh, terrible! Uh, you were telling me it's actually the opposite of seniors that are attending this boot camp. Oh man, I am like a grandma compared to some of these other. <laughs> I mean, children is really the right word for it. There's one girl who's twelve. <laughs> And then there's another girl who is 13, but she does not look 13 at all. I'm pretty sure she's taller than me. And oh my God, what? Yeah, I would have guessed that she was, like, at least 18. So when she told me she was 13, I was like, hold up for a second, girl. What did you just say? <laughs> uh, but everybody's really talented. Everybody's really good. Like, I'm just the grandma who has no idea what in the world I'm doing. But, you know, it's fine. Like, I don't mind. I'm making a lot of friends. I'm having a lot of fun. This is probably, I was telling you today, like, the most fun and the most rewarding thing I've ever done in my entire life. It's really, really, absolutely, 100% worth it. Would, would you say, yeah, I mean, I mean, tell me about, tell me about why, what, what parts of it are rewarding? Actually having this dance training or really just being immersed in, in this group of people who, who really love this as fervently as you do? I mean, I think it's both, honestly. You know, I have no prior dance or vocal training 
So it's just kind of cool to like see that, hey, I actually kind of can do this. I mean, while yes, there's probably a lot of moves that I'm forgetting and, you know, my movements aren't as clean cut and fluid as some of the other people, you know, I actually kind of look like I'm doing the dances. And that's very satisfying for someone who has looked at these kinds of things and been like, there's no way in the world I could ever do that. Yeah. So so you feel like you're, you're really in this flow with it. Mm -hmm. And like, nobody laughs at you. Like, I don't feel embarrassed when, you know, so just yesterday they split us into groups of five or six and they had us dance and like the rest of the class just watched. And normally that would be like a high anxiety situation for me. Yeah. Particularly when I don't really know the moves that well. But I just kind of did it. I winged it. You know, at one point I did kind of blank out and I just stood there. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, because you were all there sort of for the same reason. Mm-hmm. To learn and support each other and encourage each other in this this passion. Yep. Yeah. And so this one girl that I am friends with, I met her. We both ended up coming into the dance studio at the same time on the first day. And somehow we just started talking like while we were walking up the stairs into the studio. And I mean, it was very obvious we were both going to the same place. Were you both wearing your Mama Moo shirts? <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. She was wearing NCT. And you were wearing Mama Moo. <laughs> no. Um, that's a story that I will tell. Um <laughs> So we were talking and we just got to be friends and, you know, we were, she and I were texting tonight and, oh, so here's an actual, another story. Uh, on <laughs> as that f- we, yeah, we, as we pause one story, yeah. bookmark another story, we're going to get on to a third. On that first day, while we were standing in line, like in getting ready to start dancing, by the way, they didn't do any introductions for us. So like they literally just oh. started us dancing, which was <laughs> super weird. So like. We were all trying to learn each other's names like on our own time and it was very I've never had a class where we don't at least do like some kind of icebreaker. So she and I were standing in the line waiting to start dancing and she turned to me and she was like, "Oh, did you try did you audition for JYP?" And I was like, "Girl, you cray." <laughs> JYP is one of the like big entertainment companies in Korea. They do have worldwide auditions trying to recruit new trainees and stuff to be, like, the next K-pop group. But, mm-hmm. like, there is no way in the world I'm auditioning <laughs> for JYP. I mean, that is for, like, people who are serious about this. Not Nunas who are just like, hey, let me try to do something that sounds fun. <laughs> so, so, you, so you were just like, girl, did you see me move? <laughs> no, I mean, like, we hadn't even danced yet. I was just in <laughs> shock that she asked me that. I was like, oh, God, like, mini panic attack. Are, is everybody in here, like, an audition, like, somebody who's auditioned to be, like, in SM or <laughs> JYP or, like, YG? I was like, oh, my God, like, what am I, who am I dancing with? <laughs> so that was kind of frightening. Um, no, I'd say she saw, she saw your aura, your intensity, and she she was like, well, no Nuna would would apply to a program like this unless they were already a freaking baller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, the point of the story that I was telling was that she and I were texting tonight and I mentioned to her that she should, uh, that by the end of this training, she'll be JYP ready. She (laughs) said she did uh, audition for JYP. And she's very good, I think. And um, after I told her that she'll be JYP ready, I made a comment. I said, and I'll just be a grandma. And she... (laughs) 
very encouragingly said, you know, there are older idols, and if it's your dream, you shouldn't give up on it. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad we're friends. You're so nice. <laughs> now, I mean, full disclosure here, like, it is not my dream to be an idol. Um, I don't think that kind of lifestyle is for me. Uh <laughs> I don't like traveling. I don't like being in front of people. Um, and I definitely don't like entertaining all day long. You know, this podcast is about enough for me. <laughs> but I do think, you know, I would enjoy teaching dance or music if I ever got good enough at it to have anything to teach. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you can train the next JYP capables. Yes, definitely. All right. And from there... You'll have more and more K-pop influence until finally, finally, you can be introduced to Solar. Finally, I've already met her. Well. I guess a more formal meeting. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I think when she sees my final showcase, because this class, it's two weeks of dance training, one week of drama training. I don't know what that entails yet. And then two weeks of vocal training, all culminating in a final showcase in August where we will be performing the things that we've learned in front of people, real live people. Oh, my God. Um, I think when... Well, compared compared to all the dead people that you've been perform, performing I, in front of before. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just, like, feeling the situation right now. So... Wait, are you telling me I'm not invited? I mean, you you could be invited if you wanted. I'm pretty much inviting everybody. I don't know why I keep doing this. Like, I do it, and then I, you know, I immediately regret it. I invited my parents. I invited my Korean teacher. I keep inviting people from work, and like the words just, it's just word vomit. It comes out. I'm like, oh my god, like come see my showcase. I'm gonna be great. And then like I think about it, and I'm like, holy shit, I don't know any of these moves. Like all these people are gonna come watch me, and I'm just gonna be standing there. Like, what am I doing? Like you go, girl. You you guys do the dance. So, oh, God. Don't worry. Don't worry. Look, I'm going to go. It's going to be fine because I'll distract your Korean teacher while she's trying to set me up with Chinese girls. There are Chinese girls in the group, so you may have some luck. <laughs> so, yes, this showcase. Uh, when Solar watches it, because it will undoubtedly be put on the internet, I think she will be entranced by... My white girl abilities to dance to NCTU and BTS. And, you know, she'll just want to get with me. I mean, I can't help that. <laughs> Did you just... <laughs> All right. I'm not even going to try to elaborate further on that point. Right, my, my normal tack is to point out the absurdity of what you just said. But I think it's... Quite clear on its own. I think we're good. <laughs> I think... So, yeah. I think that self-confidence is... It speaks for itself. It's definitely a key to winning her over. Absolutely. Everybody's attracted to confidence. And there's no better way to display my confidence than by dancing to NCTU, which is... I mean, like I said, I don't have any dance training prior to this, but this dance is freaking hard, and I just can't believe that we're doing it still. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to link that in the show notes. Because yes, when, absolutely. Because when she showed me this dance, and let me just check. Uh, so this dance. Clacky, clacky keyboarding coming. Oh, no, this is my clicky, clicky mouse. 
already I already had it loaded up. So this is NCTU the seventh sentence. Now this is a this is a three minute thirty nine second video. That's a lot of dancing. That's a lot of moves to remember uh, for any dancer, but especially if you're not used to like following a whole choreography where everything needs to be perfectly timed. Yep. So just watching the first fifteen seconds of this, and I mean. It took you how long to just get the first 11, one minute, 11 seconds down? All of the week, the current week that we're, <laughs> so three dance sessions. So, so I mean, we're talking about like, tw- like every day, you're only getting about like under, you're getting about 20 seconds worth Yep. of dance down. I just watched like the first 15 seconds of this and there was so much going on with the five dancers. The choreography was intricate. There was so much popping and locking and (laughs) twerking. No twerking. No twerking. Distinct lack of twerking, but still impressive because just about everything but their butts were bouncing back and forth. Everything was coordinated. They didn't all dance uh, the same moves. You, know, you have five people, uh, so the one in the middle, the people on his right and left would sort of do one set of moves, uh, mirroring each other, while the people at the far ends would do a different set of moves, again, slightly mirroring each other. Sometimes they do all disjointed moves, but they all synchronize perfectly to end their moves on the same beat, or even sort of mid-beat, not necessarily waiting for some audio cue. Well, well so we're all doing the dance together. We're not doing the separate moves and oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> We're all doing the same stuff. So I was like, wow, you've just massively increased the complexity where you only have like one other person to look at to to see if you're on the same pace. Yeah. Well, and by the way, let me just point out, we have been learning this in a dance studio without a mirror. So oh, that's tough too. I Yeah, it's really tough. Um, But, you know, the story of how we ended up doing this song is actually pretty funny. I... I'm still kind of in shock about it because the first song that they had picked was BTS's Fire, which I had just seen for the first time at KCON New, New whatever. <laughs> I still get KCON New York, even slash New Jersey slash wherever. <laughs> yeah, KCON um, Greater Tri-State Area. Yeah. Oh, sure. That's Let's call it that. And by the way, KCON LA is this weekend, and I'm so sad that I'm not there, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> so uh, I had just seen this dance, and... Then I kind of got into BTS, and so I've been listening to them. So I was pretty excited to be learning Fire. I was like, oh, this is great, and they had chosen it for us, and I was like, this is a hot song right now, so this is a good choice. So then after the, we learned that dance in a week, then they came to us at the end of the week, and they were like, oh, like, what song do you guys want to learn a dance to next? And like some people were like, oh, like let's do a girl group. You know, we'll do one boy group, one girl group. It'll be good. But then like this group of like 12-year-olds were like, oh, my God! And I was like, oh my god, like, what is this? I've never even heard of them. And the instructors were like, are, are you sure? Like, NCTU is is pretty hard. That dance is, is really advanced. I'm not sure that you guys can can handle it. And these little girls were like, NCTU, I'll cut you. And I was like, holy crap. Like, where, where did this come from? <laughs> the devil. <laughs> 
Oh my god, we so, really need to have our our like wiki of inside rep <laughs> jokes and references with links back to the episode notes. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm exaggerating a little bit in terms of my reaction because still at this point, I didn't even know what NCT was, NCTU. Right, so, and- so this is literally a band you'd never heard of. Yeah, never even heard of. And- I mean, like they're all coming, they keep coming out with more and more stuff these days, so it's hard to keep up with everything. I mean, I'm just looking at this one video you sent me. It has like four and a half million views. That's not nothing. Yeah. And, and there's another video of theirs that has over 15 million views. So Well, they're hot, apparently. Yeah. I mean, all these little girls knew. <laughs> so anyway, once I saw this dance, because I went and I looked it up, because I was like, okay, what is this advanced dance that I have to learn? And I was like, I'm going to die. Yeah, I mean... You learned a whole dance in one week, whereas you've only learned a third of this in one. The whole f- first half of that other song. Because I, I think in the final showcase, it's just going to be a medley. Oh, I see. Okay, so you sort of Like blend. a mix between the mm-hmm. two, yeah. All right. So what we're saying, like a minute and a half? Mm-hmm, of each. I mean, there's only mm-hmm. so much you can do in two weeks, right? Sure, like, sure. And particularly when, you know, you have so many different skill levels mm-hmm. of dancers where you have me, who's never danced before, and then people, you know, JYP auditionees. <laughs> all right, but you, you're all you're all attempting to dance at that. Just dance the same moves. There's mm-hmm. there are no like backup dancers. Yeah, no, not like that. I mean, so in w- with Fire, they did split us up into smaller groups, and they had us learn, you know, like a left side and a right side, and then kind of like a center mm-hmm. person. Um, but. It was essentially like mirrors of the same move. Like the yeah, right side yeah. would go to the right and the left side would go to the left. But it was the same style. Yeah, so pretty equal. So you all got mm-hmm. roughly the same experience. Mm-hmm. All right. That's very cool. You know that when you do get a video, Ugh. you're going to need to post it off here. Yeah, I suppose. I'm sure there's stuff already on like their Facebook. Well, yeah, but <laughs> not with you in it. I mean, it might be me in it. I haven't looked. Oh, really? I kind of oh. don't want to look. Well, whenever we do find a video, I'm definitely going to watch it. I thought you were coming. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Gee, thanks for supporting me. I'll watch your video. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's pressure. What happened to all that comfortable money that you have for traveling? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are your parents coming? I don't know. I mean, if it's like a, if it's a whole big thing where everybody's coming, I can come. <laughs> I don't know. I have to ask them if they actually legitimately want to come. I, I was trying to feel out, do you, do you really want people to, to be there? Will that make you more comfortable or less comfortable? Oh, I mean, I don't think it'll make me one or the other. I mean, it would be nice to have people there. I've never had a performance where I, I mean, I guess in elementary school I was in choir and like my parents came to that, but that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. I mean, the invitation would stand if you were interested in coming, I'd be happy to have you. But, you know, it's nothing that, I don't know if you want to deal with another eight hour trip to, <laughs> to Maryland for that. If you'd like me to be there, I'd love to come. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> oh the pressure's on now pressure's on i was actually getting ready to go to the gym tonight and practice 
in front of a real mirror this time. Yeah, in front of a real mirror. I got to do it late at night when nobody's around. And I can't do it in my apartment because the people downstairs will complain about all the stomping. Plus you get out of the house. Well, I don't like being out of the house. I like being around with Frisbee. Can you bring Frisbee? I guess. I never really thought about it. Yeah, I mean. I don't see why not. I'm just bark around. She'd probably enjoy that. She might pee on something, though. So you're coming to my performance. Yay. So I'm coming. When is your performance? (laughs) (laughs) It's August 20th. August 20th. Let me put that in my clicky clicky calendar. Calendar. (laughs) 20th. Um, Megan dances her heart out. For solar. Oh, sorry. For solar. <laughs> I'm coming, baby. I love you. <laughs> and that could go a whole other direction. So it's probably time to call it the end. Yo, yo. <laughs> yo, yo.